Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas and... As you can already tell, Al and I, uh, I'm Andy. Yes, and I'm Alistair George William Tobler Bircho. And as you can tell, we're already vibing on an incredible level. The the, the oh. synchronicity and the connection is if. it. What, what what is what is this? Uh, uh, TCPIP. Remember TCPIP? I don't know what that is. Do you know, remember TCPIP? It's like a you know sort of a. Oh, an internet oh, yeah, that's protocol. A good yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you use it on lands or something like yeah, that, or you use yeah. it to something just to like store f- store stuff on on a folder on your computer, and other people on the internet could access it. Alistair, as you know, I have a comedian level of understanding of stuff, which means that mm. I can say it more or less in the right <laughs> contexts, and I am re- rendered a, a jelly-like mess upon follow-up questioning. So sure, 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 sure. <laughs> don't even. Don't, how dare you betray me in this way? No, no, I didn't. I, I didn't mean to. I didn't By mean seeking to. to clarify a single thing about what I've said. No, I apologize. Uh, no, that's all right. All right, okay, um, Alistair. Um, I said just before the podcast. I said let's get into this because I've got something brewing. I'm busting something. Something. I'm touching cloth. An idea's coming out. And, all right. <laughs> and. What it is, is it's an entirely scam-based business, okay? Yeah. So every, every, every transaction within the business is a scam. So they, it, but it is like a business. They have employees, okay? Yeah. Uh, the business of the business is scamming people. But then okay. when it comes to the employees getting paid, they yeah. also they have to scam the, the money out of the boss. Okay, instead of submitting an invoice... <laughs> Yeah. You, you pull off a scam, a hustle, okay? I like and, that. And instead of You're... paying the the canteen lady, because it's a big it's a big company, they got a canteen, yeah. but it is a lady <laughs> that runs the canteen. They're they're very modern in some ways in their scam based business model, but they're still quite traditional in the way that it's ladies in the canteen. Oh, that's nice. I mean, it's it's nice. For people who are traditional, that mm. they still have a place where they can work. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to take that entirely away. Well, so there's a lot of so other I stuff like, I, that they're going to struggle with at this business. But the one thing in which they won't experience any kind of culture shock is the fact that it's ladies running the canteen. Sure. And, and, so, then, and so, for example, okay, mm. sorry, you can no, continue. no, well, you, you continue. You've, you've got to scam the ladies out of a lunch. Oh, out of lunch on. as well. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's good. Um, do you think it's? It, I guess they probably have seen this already. But mm. do you think you could pull a? What's that over there? Yeah. <laughs> and then you grab a tray of food and then run. Yeah, I think so. But remember, 
it's fully scam based, and the ladies have still got to get paid. So they're simultaneously trying to scam you out of the equivalent value of uh, sure. of money. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they, so you say, look over there, and they say, I mm. will, mm. but um, <laughs> my uh, Sick my granddaughter. car is. My yeah. car has run out of petrol and I can't get to the hospital to visit my sick grandmother. I mean, granddaughter. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Both my grandmother and granddaughter are both very ill in the hospital. <laughs> they right were now. in a head-on collision with each other. With a yeah, virus. That's right. They're both driving <laughs> with a virus. Wow. Oh. A truck carrying viruses. A tanker full of virus. A Unfortunately. Tank- a tanker full of COVID-19. Yeah, unfortunately, struck their bodies and then le- leaked a fair amount of pure virus straight into their wounds. Here's a new, here's a new, um, a new sketch idea. Yeah, you, we can't, we can't cure. Uh, so there's some disease. It could be COVID. It could be a totally new disease, a novel mm. virus, a new coronavirus. Okay, and this one's okay. the definitive coronavirus. So now, by the way, is this one novel or is this one new? Uh, it's nouveau. Okay, it's, okay, it's, it's a nouveau. Yeah. And uh, and this one can't be killed in any way, but what it can be is corralled. It can be yeah. sort of it can be herded. We invent a new kind of vaccine, a new kind of antibiotic that doesn't doesn't. Uh, no, I mean, antibiotics don't kill viruses. We invent a new kind of drug that doesn't kill the virus, but just does does herd it, right? Yeah, into so it, into your mouth where it can all be spat out into a container. Okay? Oh, yeah, so you can feel the buildup and it kind of mm. just creates like this mm. white foam or this yeah. kind of white yeah. sort of chalky buildup mm. in your mouth as, as these cells sort of, you can feel them um, taking their... Their uh, their pilgrimage up your throat. That's right. <laughs> okay, down, you know, uh, out, like out, salmon, like you're swimming upstream. Mm, yeah, you know, some of them are coming in through your sort of those uh, those salivary glands. Mm. You know, they're finding that pipe in there, and then some of them salivatory. Are just kind of salivatory's restaurant. <laughs> yeah, um, and so uh, they build up there, and then you you spit it into a little little container. Every house now has a little container. Okay. A spittoon? A spittoon. You'll spit spittoons it into the spittoon. Spittoons are back spittoon. now. Spittoons are back. It's medical, now the- a medical spittoon. Okay. Yeah. Everybody spits so- their virus into there first thing in the morning and last thing at night. It's like brushing your teeth. Okay. And then there's a yeah. man who comes and collects, and it's a man. It is a man. This is a man's job. <laughs> in some ways, this virus is novel, but in other ways, it's very traditional. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a man's like- job to collect the spittoons. I like the- that these sketches have something for... All sides of politics exactly. and all types of people. And they, they um, he takes these and he puts Is he them. a man of small stature? He's tiny. He is yeah. tiny. Okay. Tiny but traditional. He, he comes in. He, you, you leave it just inside the doggy door. Every house has a doggy door. And he worms <laughs> in through the doggy door and he takes this out with oh, him. Oh, no. Now you've given this man of small stature a demeaning, a demeaning thing that he does. Yep. That's, That's right. That's just something for everybody. That's, something That's right. For There's everybody. something for everybody. <laughs> okay. And then he puts it, he empties it into his truck. He's got a big tanker. Okay. Yeah. Sloshing around with all the town's spittle in there every night. And this- okay. <laughs> then he takes it, he dumps it into a big reservoir. Okay. And then, he, no, big- then he crashes it into an, 
elderly woman and then a very young woman. And then a very young woman. No, he takes it to a big <laughs> reservoir, he pours it into a big reservoir, and now all the virus and all the spit is being collected in this reservoir. But mm. then cracks start to form in the dam, okay? Oh, and no. that is just the first five minutes of our movie. Okay? Oh, that's good. And now yeah. it's the movie is called um, uh, something like Tsunami, but, yeah, but uh, with, with saliva. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, some vi- sort of pun. Sal- <laughs> it's a Sharknado sal- kind of thing. Sal- but- Sal saluva. Sal, saluvami. Yes, great. Saluvami. <laughs> God, that came out so easy. <laughs> anyway, oh, um, okay. And the first interruption of the podcast, first of what I assume will be many okay. today, so wait. has just come. Oh, yeah, this it's is Finn the... coming on to the podcast. Hello, Finn. What do you want to say, Finn? Um, why did you come in here? Web. Me want to do webbies. Okay. Well, you're going to have to do that outside because Al and I are recording a podcast right now. So can you go back to Arlo and you eat some of your food or you go play on the iPad? Off you go, Spider-Man. Oh, look. I mean, we'll see how that lasts. It's okay. Um, yeah, so you spit them out. And so this is sal, sal wait, sa, saluva. Sal, saluva nami. Masupalami. Remember Masupalami? No. That was an, oh. Oh, it was another one yeah, of those Yeah, it was one kids. of those French ones. Was it French, right? It was it was it was in Bande dessinée. Uh it wasn't it wasn't Canal Plus. Canal Plus. Oh, well they did make a cartoon out of it, but it was kind of like a it, it was in the same... It comes from the kind of the same origins as like a Asterix and Obelix. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, like a comic. Okay, so I only, I only know it as a cartoon, but it was one of those ones that was just on the cusp for me of like me being too old for it. So it's one that I, I hate. Even though I watched it a lot, like you watch it a lot because you're still just in that mode of watching what's on TV yeah. at that time, but you're just aging out of it. So you develop a very special kind of familiar loathing for that um yeah right particular cartoon oh man i used to i used to read so many of those that's what i used to go to the library to read um that marsupilami uh gaston lagaffe he was just a real lazy guy he was a gaston the the you know the fuck up essentially uh then there was one that was like leonardo da vinci and his disciple i used to own these i wonder where they are i love them um, then, then, see, yeah, this, no, this could be your source code, Alastair. Now that oh, you, you've be. read a little bit of Terry Pratchett and you're, you're plugged into how I operate on a fundamental level. Yeah. My, my You'll find BIOS. out my source code is, yeah. is French and, and you know, other things, I guess. Maybe I'll did. finally start to get your comedy. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that would be so lucky that's, for me. That's what, he was, that's what he was doing. There was one where they, you know, he was, because like Gaston was always like, you know, like slouching forward, which might be where I got my slouch forward from. Mm. And somebody was like, just trying to like, you know, wherever you work, trying to like get, get him on the straight and narrow. And one of the things they were try- starting to do was trying to like straighten his back out. And so they like, they put like a big straight ruler down on his back and then they like strapped his neck to the ruler. 
mm. so that his back was really straight. And then slowly but surely, he just stretched out whatever it was that was... Anyway, it wasn't that funny, but... Yeah, it, seems, it seems like a very sort of literal interpretation of what you would do with some kind of corrective spine brace, so... Yeah. Mm, yeah, but he was, you know, but he was bending it. He was bending it back and and then just putting his back back where it felt comfortable in the forward leaning position. Oh, okay. I, I guess I don't quite yeah. understand. You don't? I, or they don't. Yeah, no, but I was a big Asterix boy as well. Was yeah. that was that would that That's be considered true. a band dessinée? Yeah, I would say so, yeah. What does that translate as? Uh like band would be like a strip uh, mm. Disney is drawn some kind of comic strip or something like that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, I guess it's one of those things where we don't really have a a word for it in English. There's not really a direct, direct translation, translation for it. <laughs> okay, I, okay um, I can get the shape of it in my mind. Yeah, yeah like a band, uh, band, like a like a you know, yeah, like designed, like a strip, designed band. Band designed, yeah. yeah. It's clumsy. Drawn band, yeah. But I think from context, um, I can I can piece it together. Yeah, you won't really understand the cultural, you know, importance and value and uh, really what it is. Uh, yeah, you know, but um, it's a tonal it's language, isn't it? French. Some, yeah, uh, you know, there are tones, sort mm. of, you know, uh, yeah, that's what sarcastic, I mean. <laughs> and that's uh, um, mostly sarcastic, and then uh, dismissive. <laughs> Is this is is are you using that on me right now? Uh, no, I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't dare yeah, do that. Thank you. I wouldn't um, dare do that. Can I tell you a little bit about why today's podcast recording is possibly the least ideal circumstances for a podcast? Yeah, and then I'll and... tell you why it is for myself. Oh, great! It's going to be a least ideal off. Okay. Yeah. So mine is all right. Today we're trying to we're we're, we're getting photographs taken. We're selling our house. Okay, to, and uh, we're getting the photographs taken today. So we've been trying to get the house ready for a week. Carly and I have been working incredibly hard every second of the day trying to get things done, repainting the roof, repairing the walls. The roof? Tidying and everything. the roof? Repainting the roof. I, like, honestly, this has been the biggest undertaking of my life. At the same time, I, uh, the, the kids all got sick, okay, I got sick. My parents have to isolate because they're going to Tasmania. Normally, they would help us with everything. They're going to Tasmania. They have to isolate because uh, of COVID restrictions. Okay, so they can't help us. All right. And then today, we thought the kids could go to school. This is the last day. We wouldn't be, we'd be able to get them all out, tidy up. We woke up. I was extra sick. Kids all still coughing. Kids can't go to school. Okay, so I've taken all the kids up to my, par- uh, my sister's house, and we're all playing. They're playing in the backyard. She's away at work. And somebody's just come up behind me and he's banging on the wall. Hello, Arlo. Well, while Andy is talking like that, I'll say I have been working, I've been attempting to do my crypto tax, right? Mm. And I have, was very experimental <laughs> with it. And I got into some very uh, speculative uh, things that were, so, and I got in so early that some some of the values of these things was not even tracked at that point, <laughs> um, which is that's, that's very speculative. We believe that this could really bad. have a value at some point, <laughs> which, which which is you know I'm pouring lots of money into things that had no no, no official value. Um, oh God! And and it I have I was I pl- I did I worked on this 
hard for at, at least a week. And and I worked into the night last night because today is my tax appointment. And I was up until 4 a.m. trying to get this together. And I am tired. And I still did more work on it today. Alistair, I had to go across the room because a boy needs to do a poo. Of course. Well, I will attempt to come up with a sketch idea while you're gone. Um, so, here we are, uh, listeners and I, and uh, this is really raw, and this is really revealing of uh, my, my own abilities. So, let's think here. Uh, what's, a, what's a kind of a sketch thing that we could think about? Um, you know, there's only a few animals that stand on one leg. Uh, there's the flamingo, but there's none, I don't think, that are born with one leg, right? So, uh, perhaps we could design, maybe these people who are trying to, uh, it's a... It's a, bio, a, a biological completist who thinks that there should be an animal. I mean, I suppose you could say a snail has one leg, but, uh, but then they don't have any legs. So I, I think that, we, you know, and, and look, we have some, in the Discord, we have some people who are very good with biology, and they hopefully can help correct me with this. <laughs> Andy, are you bringing the mic with you? Eh? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. Because <laughs> when you do talk, it's just completely distorted. Okay. Sorry. Um, okay. I'm back. Oh, so I'm back on the mic. Uh, okay. Right, right. I didn't realize you're not on mic. Okay. okay. So they, the, 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 uh, the, the listeners so have heard your, you know, your half of uh, that, that conversation where I was outside yelling <laughs> with my children. Yeah. So, I mean, the other element is that when we got up here to my sister's place, people next door are cutting down a whole lot of trees and then mulching them. So it's incredibly noisy everywhere except for this room. And yep. uh, Finn just came in uh, needing to do a poo. And yeah. um, he, I had them on my iPad outside. Not something we try to overuse, but I thought this will get me over the line. And he'd taken the iPad apart out of the case that it's in and somehow been taking photographs of the car. I don't know how he'd done this. Okay, <laughs> but it was, and it was looking... Like this, every, this could, this could all go very wrong, very, very, very quickly. Anyway, this Why is a, this is a kind of I like, but I've, I'm feeling alive, even though I'm sick and extremely yeah. tired. I've got a kind of adrenaline adrenaline which makes me feel like we should be doing the podcast in more extreme circumstances. In a yeah, okay. well, you know, like a, like a three hundredth. Like a 300th episode where we come up with 300 sketch ideas? Which will be happening soon. It has to happen people before the, from the 15th of November. Yeah. Anyway, we'll... No, but I don't, that's, my, I don't, I don't think wife. that... Mm, yes, we do got to run it by your wife and my wife. But um, <laughs> I think, uh, you know, there could be other types of extreme situations that other than just, other than just length ways in which a podcast can be extreme and it could um, be sure 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 falling know, falling exactly um, plummeting terminal the, hello you're listening to terminal velocity podcast do you think a, a guy who's a biological completist mm, yes okay Is i did hear this, this over my headphones while you were while you were discussing it okay so this is a guy who thinks there should be a type of animal for every number of legs 
Well, I think so. I think it's, it just it just wants to patch up the holes. I mean, it could be like a periodic table scenario where <laughs> he sees the holes, where he sees the holes, and so he assumes there must be some creature out there that has the one leg hole. I mean, could we call not, this not, periodic table of the elephants? I don't know why it's called that exactly, but it's got a little yeah. a pleasingness to it. I mean, does he think that there's an elephant? Because we know that there was a woolly mammoth for the uh, for the very cold climbs. Okay, mm. should there be? Does he think that there should be, based on those two data points, that there's a a woolly mammoth for very cold climates, and there's also. Uh, a woolly mammoth, uh, uh, an uh, elephant you know, an, uh, for quite tropical, for, warm areas, and for like w- like windy areas, and uh, one for does he uh, think alpine that there areas. Be exactly, a tree base, an elephant for every, every an underwater every ecosystem. elephant. Mm. I mean, anyway. the trunk does imply that you've probably you, snorkel. You are at sometimes at some distance away from air. I think I I, I think that quite literally, elephants do swim along. Breathing through their trunk like a snorkel. Yeah. But do they ever just walk along the bottom? Ah. And just have their, their, their trunk sticking out at the top? Mm, mm. And does there, is there a big eye that appears at the top of it that sort of blinks a lot? Like in a, like in a blink, cartoon? Blink, blink. No, but they have a big nose that appears at the top of it. Mm. Oh, very good. <laughs> uh, yes, a periscope of smell. Mm. <laughs> the um, smeroscope no smelroscope I, I think i might have to go wipe a bottom sorry right. say, and i'll um, leave the headphones behind so that you're not dealing with that during the conversation but i think that you can good. probably write down periodic table of the elephants as an idea <laughs> all right i'll put it down with the biological completest um periodic table of the elephants well um i was thinking there's got to be a way that we can take power away from dictators um you know because i think there's apparently it's like it's basically over 50 percent of the world that is still on you know well that is not in democracy right and obviously, democracy has its own problems, and capitalism has its own problems. But I love that you know countries like France and Germany, who you know previously in the last century had been to war like almost three times with each other under a more sort of strict democracy uh, uh, and, and and capitalism, uh, they don't do that. So um, maybe there's a way to force some kind of that on on uh, some of these how do we take a power away from these dictators andy oh you know uh i don't know but um you gotta sorry, go again just, no no well i mean i'm being shouted at but last time i, I went to finn he was sitting on the toilet uh, asking a question about uh, a world map that was on the wall and i said oh, look i can't answer that question right now and he said well also i'm having a bad dream now i feel (laughs) (laughs) if you'd never pooed okay Mm. and you suddenly had to poo for the first time i think it would feel like a bad dream anyway he's saying now he's ready for me to wipe his bottom so i'm gonna go do that Okay. okay i'll be back all right andy all right um we're gonna bring in a new look i don't have anything for that thing oh unless unless somehow daytime nightmares 
is a new thing we could bring in. Now, people who love horror movies love being scared, right? But it's slow waiting for productions, uh, you know, especially when there was, you know, all those COVID delays, uh, you know. So, and, and what can scare you more than the rationality and irrationality of your own mind? So, this is a product that for people who love horror and you know and it's also it can also just be a party game you know instead of people doing drugs instead of people hanging out and doing drugs or hanging out and watching scary movies why don't they use our uh our plug-in which uh, just plugs into the you know you can just push it through the skull a little bit just some metal prongs that go through the skull and they uh inject stuff that that brings up not only a dream state a waking dream state but so where where you can sort of like how you when you imagine a number like if i tell you picture what the number three looks like you kind of can still look through your own eyes but then you can also see the three at the same time so it's a kind of a screen and screen type scenario but for nightmares during the day you see and uh and the only downside i see is uh is you know the possibility of not being able to turn it off right but i'm back by the way alistair and i'm i assume loving where you're at in this sentence i assume you'll be able to uh you know with tweezers or whatever pull that chip out from inside the the skull it's not very easy it's not made because we don't want it to fall out and we don't want you to be nightmaring with your friends and a kid walks in and pulls out your your day nightmare chip and then mm. ruins the experience. That's why we we like it to have an extra grip inside the brain. That's why we put little prongs on the inside so that actually to pull it out will damage the brain. <laughs> um, which actually only adds to the terror. Yeah. I mean, how does that actually... That doesn't stop anybody from doing it. It just makes it much worse for you if they do. Right? Uh, well, it will stop the weak... It's the true. very weak. Yeah, so right. I'm super feeble. The, the elderly, uh, people who, you know, I think, and people who have kind of arthritis in their hands probably won't have the... Uh, dexterity. The dexterity to, mm. to pull these things out. So they'll um, be poking well. around, but the damage that they'll be doing will be, uh, you know, incidental damage. I'd all, I'm also going to say, I think I have a toothache. I think something's going wrong with one of my, my, uh, my wisdom teeth. So there's also that element. Andy, this uh, is the most confessional episode you've ever had. I know. Uh, just before I went out, <laughs> there's a bit a lot of poo here. I went out to the backyard, right? Because I just wanted to check Arlo was okay, and I couldn't find him anywhere in the backyard. I was running around shouting his name, and then he was also doing a poo. So in the backyard, <laughs> on the other toilet at Cat's house. Ah. So this has just been. And An then, extremely and then biological podcast today. Somewhere amongst this is your youngest child who is never not to be seen. My youngest child, by a miracle, by a total miracle, is sleeping for this. So I put oh, him right. down and he very, very happily said, good night, put his head down on the pillow. He could wake at any moment. He could be doing a poo. But, <laughs> but believe me, you'll be the... For the listeners at home, don't worry, you'll be the first to know. You know, it's gone from us 
having little cameos from our kids mm. in this thing to being whole themed episodes based it's on children. Blow by blow description of every sing- single thing that <laughs> that they are doing on a on a on a gastrointestinal level. But that is, you know, but that's what the one <sighs> the one benefit of a relationship that you have with your family mm. is that there's no there's no bullshit. There's no, no hiding anything. Nope. And that's it's a fully honest relationship. Mm. Yeah, much, except for all the lies you tell your kids. Well, <laughs> or the I, or the information you purposefully omit. My children have forgotten that Santa wasn't real. So they realized last year and they said, "But that's Santa isn't real, is he, dad?" But then this year again, they're back on board. So yeah, I think there's some strategic, there's some strategic mm, working there. Sure, uh, but sure. so wait, when they said the Santa's not re- real, did you just say yeah? Oh, I said, no, I didn't say that. I said, well, what do you think? Right, yeah. <laughs> the old do your own research. Yeah, you make up your minds. There's no I one mean, truth. What would research into trying to find out whether Santa is real look like? Because where would you start? And I don't, I don't mean like. Um, Googling it. I mean, mm. like, independent, getting yeah. some actual physical evidence. Well, I think, because at the moment, we you, you can't prove a negative, you know? I've said it before. At the moment. At the moment, you can't prove a negative. And uh, Santa might not be real in a large number of circumstances, but there might be some very specific laboratory-type conditions where which Santa could, could be real, you know, you, it you could, could be a large hadron collider type thing. A exactly. Santa for for like a microsecond, a microsecond, yes. A you know, um, there's the Higgs boson. There's there's the uh, Higgs boson that gives um, uh, particles mass. Could there be <laughs> a ho ho hoson that gives particles gives little presence? presence. <laughs> Uh, I think that's really funny. I was also thinking that there is the possibility, um, although it's you know it's hard to go past that. Um, what you've just said is that look, while Santa themselves might not be real at the moment, mm. Mm. the possibility it's not impossible to have a man who uh, could be created and have a title to some land in the Northern Pole. Pole. Yeah. Area. Okay. Right. Cool. Um, so created and their brain structure is such that they dedicate their entire life <laughs> to acquiring and making presents for mm-hmm. children, uh, mm. in, on, in some kind of workshop scenario yeah. and always want to deliver it in the one night across the world using flight. Definitely. I mean, right. what, now, what none Santa of these things sounds are like to me, he sounds like a, a massive procrastinator. He sounds like, like that's what I would do if I was the job. You know, I, I had the job. Now, a sensible person, they would be delivering presents throughout the year. Okay? Mm-hmm. If you yeah. wanted to get this done, if your main focus was getting presents to kids, that's how you would do it. The fact that he does it all on one day, right near the end of the year, in one night, he pulls an all-nighter. Yeah. At the last possible second, this guy has massive, like, uh, 
procrastination issues. I wouldn't be surprised if he had some kind of ADHD. And I think it's time that sure. we diagnose Santa and get him on some. Well, some uh, you could if you you could Dexies technically like using just you know direct atom positioning, you know by just printing somebody atom by atom. Mm. Um, you could actually make a person who has all those qualities, whether or not this Santa achieves mm. actual Christmas. Mm. Um, you Again, know that's not that's not for us. We're just trying to make Santa. Yeah, I think that's whether I, Santa I think lives that is to their really potential. Good. Let's we we are trying to genetically engineer a a Santa Claus, and we will we'll get it done. And he might only you know be able to be proven to be effective on like in this really small uh, test world that we've created, mm. but. Once we've proven that it's possible at that level, it's just it's just a matter of time before the technology, the standard technology, improves. I mean, it's going to be hor- it's going to be horrific seeing all the failed genetic experiments all writhing well, there on a bench. Ha- well, well, you can just have like an old folks for home death. for for them. They, yeah, we don't. Yeah, you know, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know whether we'll consider Santa Claus as real or or. All the ones that are writhing and begging for death, we just put them in a mall. There you go. And then they can they can just um, kids can sit on their laps. That is a that is a good ex that is a good explanation for why there are so many Santa Clauses mm. uh, that don't seem to have the same powers, but have the same desire to to listen to children's wishes. But can't yeah, actually yeah. do anything about it. They're these, they're, they're like a, they're like dro- drones. Oh, we've talked about this on yeah. um, uh, about Santa being like a bee with a type of royal jelly. I think a long time ago, where it oh it's yeah a sort of a uh, a mm. hive version of the Santa Claus, where they feed him a type of um, <laughs> royal uh, Christmas and, jelly or and cran- Mrs. Claus sauce. is actually the the mother who gives birth to all the <laughs> yeah, Santas. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Um, but the, the, it makes sense that the mall Santas are the sort of the drones, the impotent drones that aren't able sure, to... Sure, the soldiers. Yeah. The soldiers who... They're, they're probably just data collecting agents who go find out who's been naughty or nice. Mm, yeah, and then they come back to the North Pole and they do a dance to indicate <sighs> to the King yes. Santa where... That's the, right. Oh, I'm getting a call from the real estate agent. Should I take that live on the uh, right, <laughs> live on the it. podcast? That'd be an exciting new element as well. I could include but the I won't listeners be, still in be the here. very literal discussions of are we actually getting this house that we think that we're buying? Are you answering? No, I'm not answering. No. Okay. No, she's gone. Get I'll em. call her back after okay. the podcast. And then we'll have to re- record a bonus episode where I take you blow by blow. <laughs> through the contractual uh, oh shenanigans. This is, shenanigans. This is my second day without children in the house for the first time in... We're on episode 310, which means that it has been between 10 and 11 weeks of lockdown. Jesus. And I was at breaking point. I was, Alistair. And I, especially in having this fucking crypto thing. Literally one of the most difficult things I've ever done. And like even at like... 
3 a.m. I'm like, I'm just like, all right, I'll go through all 52, 53 pages of 100 transactions. Oh, Christ. And just go over them again just to like see if I can see anything. And just like randomly I go, oh, there's two double up transactions and remove them. It's like, and there's like that made a, a difference of like, Maybe ten or twenty thousand dollars to my potential capital gains. <laughs> like that's how like it's, it was just crazy. Every moment was <laughs> was uh, important. This, I mean, this sounds like hell. It sounds well, like it was. It was difficult. It's definitely going to change my p- potential investment strategies in the future. Right. Yeah, you're going to have an eye to the, the tax. I'm going to be a bit more, uh, a bit more of a long-term holder, I think. Especially when you... Here's the other awful thing, is that you you see... This is last night as well. I saw some, some coin that I held at some point in June last year. And no, like starting in June till about October, right? And what its value would have been now if I had just kept a hold of it, that it would have been like... $65,000 something that I paid sort of $1,500 for something like that and you just go, yeah it's, oh! it, well, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a very it's a very specific type of torture that you've invented for yourself or you've, you've committed yourself to Alastair and it is it is finding new and interesting ways to inflict suffering on you every day it's and, amazing going through the trauma of all the bad decisions I made along the way <laughs> Some were dramatically bad. And it's like, and just, and it's amazing how just looking at numbers on a page, how much emotion you can feel. You go, I remember when I panic sold that and then it went straight back up. Well, a, a, a lot of, a lot of our, um, uh, my sister's just got home uh, to her house. A lot of my sisters have just got <laughs> but back a, home. A lot of our decisions, Alistair, a lot of our bad mm. decisions. They're only uh, qualitative, you know. They're only ever qualitative. They're only ever emotional on some level where you can sort of explain them away to yourself. You can get therapy and you can deal with them. But you've you all your with with crypto now. All your bad decisions have a very quantitative. You know, you're able to look look at them there and see them in <sighs> in cold hard numbers. Cold hard numbers. And you can't. Yeah, you physical can't, uh, numbers. Exactly. You can't. Explain those away. By the way, we've still got to do this thing where we offer people a uh, carved-on-stone version of tweets that they like. Oh, that is, yeah. That yeah. is a multi-million dollar idea. And Absolutely. if I ever get my act together... By the way, how about this idea for a product, right? You yeah. know numbers. Yeah. Right? So you know numbers. So they're, they're, they're just these immaterial things. Well, what if we give people an opportunity to own the actual numbers? Really good. Yeah, no, really good. This just... is an NFT version of numbers. Is that what you're talking about? Well, I, I, you, you're you're, you're going to laugh at this, but um, I actually did make <laughs> some NFTs of uh, numbers, and the the the, the, the only <laughs> I put them on the Solana network on Solsi, their thing, and they're just red numbers. <laughs> I spent a whole night just on this website, just like doing one and then get printing out the image and then doing two and then printing out the image and things like that all the way, I think to 500. Holy shit. And then I could only, I could only be fucked uploading 50 of them so far. <laughs> so they're much more exclusive. 
Um, also, because it was costing me, it was costing me actual actual uh, soul Money. every time I have I I, I um, uploaded one. Um, but of course, not a single one is sold. But they're oh. up there. Oh. Uh, they're up there, each one for one one Solana, which is actually becoming to qu- quite a high price. I mean, what did I think? What did I think was going to happen? That I would be charging a hundred bucks for a number? But I, yeah. I just want you yes, to know. Yes, you did think the, that. Yes, you did think uh, that. I know, but I, but but that's what the world of NFTs. That's how dumb it is, and I, I, I did it out of disrespect for NFTs. I don't even uh, respect NFTs. <laughs> but but each each number is unique, and if that was your opportunity. But I, I didn't mean that when I was saying this. I just meant like we're going to make some metal numbers and say that mm. we were. <laughs> um, I mean, you're talking about street street uh, numbers, aren't you? <laughs> I mean. Hey? You can go and buy those addresses. for a couple of bucks. Yeah. At I know, Bunnings. but a lot of those, here's the problem with those, mm. is they that make they're only one-sided. Ah. Oh, interesting. It's a number that yeah. works from both sides. Like eight yeah, these ones, like, like, like real numbers. Yeah. Real yeah, numbers in true. your mind, it doesn't matter what its orientation is, except for well, eight. Because <laughs> <laughs> there also becomes infinity. And that's a huge discrepancy. Yeah, Imagine massive. if that happened. The Russians and the Americans are building a space. They're working on a space oh. program together. Yeah. But, okay. but uh, they, they didn't agree on a standardized orientation of the number eight. Of the number eight. Yeah. And, and the, the, um, maybe the Russians, you know, because they're deep into their mathematics. They love sure. their maths. And they're more, they find it more appropriate for the infinity symbol to be stood up because it doesn't really make sense for it to kind of just be hovering. It's infinity. It's not magic. Mm. I think you know? um, they should have done this when they came up with imaginary numbers, right? Because yeah. the way they do that is by putting them all, uh, you know, with I's and or J's, depending on if you're an engineer. And... Um, you know, to represent the fact that they're imaginary. But they should have just written the numbers on the side, right, lying down. Mm. Because in a way, you know, you do use imaginary numbers to represent different directions on the Cartesian plane. But Mm. if the numbers were just lying down, that would have made so much more sense. It's much more visual. You can write the numbers that way sort of at 90 degrees going down the page. This is this is going to be this is going to be my Nobel Prize. I mean, Feynman got it for just uh, coming up with a new way to draw little squiggles on a page to represent fucking some sort of nuclear thing. Did I'm he? going to come up with a new way of writing numbers sideways. It's going to be big. Alistair, I, I hate to ask at this point, but how many sketch ideas have we written down? Because I feel like I, I'm pushing one, my two, limit of how long I can keep recording. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, it looks like five. Okay. Um, Okay. Let's just go yeah. to three words. I mean, we're, we're we're pushing the limits of what we could call a sketch in this episode. Fucking hell, fucking but, hell, Alistair. Um, we'll call this the 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 fucked up episode. Um, so uh, th- we got three words from a listener, and I've only written down <laughs> I've only written down their name. But oh no, luckily it's right here. Um, our the listener today, Andy, is Dominic Stevenson. Dominic Stevenson and Dominic. Wrote in uh, very you recently. Fucking legend, Dominic. As a as a as a response, he said. They, uh, Dominic says, "Alistair, 
I used to work close to Rice Bar, Not Only Rice. It was amazing. <laughs> not only amazing. <laughs> I, I added a it was, but, you know, I just was trying to make it flow mm. for the listener. I think this was fine for me. But then also, while Dominic was telling me about this, uh, they also suggested three words from a listener. That listener ah. was Dominic Stevenson. And so, do you want to try to guess? So, thank you, Dominic. By the way, it's great. It's great to hear other fans. Of Dominic Stevenson is Rice such a human not- name. It's such mm. a human name, and it's one of those really strong human names that would be really funny to give to a cat. You know, a cat Absolutely. called Dominic yeah. Stevenson. That's yeah. it. Tr- but it's know, also hilarious. I was g- yeah, it's going to be though very difficult for Dominic Stevenson to blend in when some other species takes over. Mm, and, sure. you know even if they if they cover themselves in fur or slime or whatever kind of creature takes over yeah um when they ask him their name they're gonna know straight away that's a human name mm. they're not dominic stevenson blood. we don't get a lot of dominic stevenson's around these parts mm, around these slime holes mm, around these galactic rings anyway um, so do you want to try and guess what the three words are from St- Dominic Stevenson? Yes, I do. The first word is rhombus. No, I feel like you've, you've guessed that before. Oh, okay, okay. The first like, word is I mean, platitude. Platitude. Platitude? No. No, no. The first oh. word is public. Oh. Or public. Ah. <laughs> um, the second word is? Okay. Yep. Public. Second, oh, I've got to guess the second word uh, is restitution. No, Andy, it's not restitution. It's conveyor. Public conveyor. System. Cistern? System. System. System? No, Andy. Belt. Public conveyor belt. Public you conveyor know belt. that this is a, um, in, there's an Isaac Asimov, I think it's in one of Isaac Asimov's foundation Novels, uh, or it could yeah. be robots of robots of dawn. Uh, yeah. There is a, a public conveyor system, right? And the way that you get around is you get onto these conveyor belts, and they have like increasing speed, right? So you step from one belt to the next belt, and they're sort of parallel to each other. Be an awkward yeah. moment when you're stepping from one to the other. You got to really manage little, that transition. But you work your way up. Feeling. You keep stepping across into faster and faster ones until you're like zipping along. Now yeah. you step back down again. Well, that's cool. So they go up. The faster you go, the higher you're going to be. Uh, yeah, you might, you might also be going up vertically. I'm not sure. But you are stepping you know, across these from one to another, going faster and faster. Oh, and, that's very uh, cool. Yeah, so uh, that's the sketch idea. Uh, the sketch idea is everybody should read, I think it might be Robots of Dawn by Isaac Asimov. Um, some weird sex stuff in that one. Well, I mean, memory. you know what? In in what the, I guess Isaac, Isaac Asimov probably only had limited experience of sex. But he writes about it. I don't know. I think he had some strange desires, and I, yeah, yeah. not entirely comfortable about all of them, to be honest. Yeah. Right. Well, mm. I mean, because you could only imagine Isaac Asimov having sort of big mutton chop, <laughs> old man sex. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Very dry and bristly. 
Very dry, very, yeah. I don't, I have never seen Isaac Asimov with his shirt off. <laughs> no. Um, um, You've never seen but Isaac as a, a shirt off. Isaac as shirt off. I've only off. ever seen Isaac Asimov I love, as a mon. I lo- I've never I seen do. Isaac Asimov. <laughs> it as, uh, as, as, as it off. As, uh, it is a shirt. I mean... <laughs> It would be great if somebody tried to recreate the entire works of Isaac Asimov, including biographies and autobiographies, yeah. as porno films, mm. and tried to find Isaac, Isaac Asimov-themed titles. Mm. Sure. Uh, I mean, it's a project, isn't it? Isaac, and, he, and, and so their nom de plume is Isaac Asimov, right? And he... Has it Ass, off? With, what is it? Has, has, has it, it off? Like it has it off? He's like has it off, yeah. but with um, all the different characters and fins come back in. C- could it be my? You don't need that biscuit. Okay, you put it down here on the table, and I'll eat it later. Do you think it could be my sack? Has it off? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> off you go, Finn. You don't need to hear this conversation, and nobody does. Okay, so that's our sketch idea. Okay, um, it is. A, uh, and but it but it also you know each each porno like uh, mm. a sci-fi thing will also propose a way of solving some societal ill. Mm. You but know, m- most of them are going to be boner related through speculative bonering, mm. uh, boning. Because Isaac has most, most three laws. Of robonics, no, look, that's, Ro- that's pathetic. But Ro-bonics. what I will tell you is that my my parody character, my sack has it off, will will have his pubic region sh- uh, shaven into big mutton chops down the sides <laughs> of the testicles, and the ball bag will have big black frame glasses. <laughs> that's right. Um, <laughs> The ball, I mean, could, the ball bag has the glasses. That's I don't incredible. Know. I mean, no, I guess, I guess they could sit on the on the penis. Well, I guess. I mean, uh, that would make a lot of sense. It's a, it's a kind of. It would have to be a kind of pensnez. How do you pronounce that? Pensnez, pensnez. Those ones pince-nez. that you know, the ones that don't have the arms, but they just grip onto the nose. You know, pinch nose. It's French. Alastair, it's very oh, French episode. Pensnez. Pensnez. Gosh, pince-nez. Yeah, great. I've always pronounced it uh, as pince-nez, but that is well now that I yeah. now that I hear I myself. I mean, I I speak with a, a Quebec accent, so I I really go into the ah, pince. Ah, um, um, Alastair, I think we did it. I think we're there. Would you like to read us back of what the hell we've written down? Yeah, we got scam-based business. Mm. Every scams. aspect, of, every we, transaction. We, pro- we provide scams, but every transaction is also a scam. You want to get a pen from the stationery cupboard? You got to scam that pen. Now listen to listen to the wild manic ride Andy was on when he described this. The next one. Now this is an antibiotic that lures viruses into <laughs> your mouth, and then you spit them out, and then a guy with a truck picks them up and puts them in a dam, and then that dam breaks. Yeah, and that's the beginning of the story. <laughs> it's uh it's the Saluvami film. I I really stand by that. Suliva. 
Mm. Me. Saliva me. Saliva survivor. Designated saliva. saliva. Then we got biological completist with the periodic table of the elephants. Uh, Then we got... (laughs) We got the you day know, just a nightmare sketch idea. We got the day nightmare chipped for people who like being able to be f- scared, but are sick of waiting for new and interesting horror films to come out. Right, allow so your brain, that. your brain under stress, to produce waking dreams mm. that you know wake you up even from your awakeness. Imagine I mean, this that, something is so scary. Where, basically, what we're trying to achieve with virtual reality, I think, is the idea of like a shared dream, you know, that you can have a multiplayer dream with your friends. Mm. You know, it's like, you know, the future of a LAN party will be that you all go around, you still have to go to the same house, you all go around to the same house and you plug your <laughs> brains together and you go to sleep yeah. and you have a dream with the boys. And you'll say, down all night with the boys... Was? Oh, virtual reality. I think I was thinking people putting on goggles, but you're kind of just picturing people sleeping and then with, with sort of pads on their ears. And I'm not going to tell you what I'm picturing. No, oh, but why? Because, because that'll limit its possibilities. It can oh, be anything well, that the listener wants it to be. I don't, I don't think that your, that your picture of it is, will be the defining picture. I think it'll be one of an infinite number of pictures that could be there. Great. Um, then we got making Santa scientifically mm. for real, <laughs> and there being lots of failures. And then there's, uh, of course, the my sack has it off <laughs> porn works of Isaac Isamoff. The porn work tribute. Okay, we did it. Thanks everybody for listening to In the Think Tank. God, you put up with a lot and we really appreciate that that you what you what you do week in, week out. Sure, this episode might be late, but at least it was a complete mess. Um, uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Sorry uh, for all the biological happenings. Um, yeah. I don't even have the energy to tell you the usual goodbyes. Stuff. But thank you very much. Thank and you. We love, love you. you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.